Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Don, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. The dancing is for free, everybody. Alan Hahn with J. Will. Yeah, I'm feeling it all morning, man. It's like You're feeling like that's the well, groove of the day. Championship game tonight. Yeah, you got that The too. two best teams. Mm-hmm. We had the Ozzy Brothers putting tracks on top of tracks yesterday with Earth, Earth Wind, and Fire. I'm still dancing in Versus. my mind. Mm-hmm. Versus. I mean, there's... That's feel-good music, though. Yeah, it just gets you... I feel like I'm getting ready for the weekend, and it's Monday. That's yeah. what made me... That's good energy to bring into the week, right? I think, yeah. You just flip it. You yeah, reverse you, you it. You sound reverse down. The, I'm trying to get I energetic. am not down. I am not down. Well, thank you. Well, thank I haven't you. been down. We I can't down. be down for the people listening. They need pep me up talks. In the last hour of the show, you now you're telling me I sound down. Everybody, do I sound down today? Like do late I feel, than ever. I like, mean. like now, I'm self conscious about it. Have I been? Have been the wet blanket of the show today? Is that I, what I've been? I, I didn't go that far. Is that what you're saying? To I didn't me? take it that far. Well, I'll tell you what. There was something while you stepped out to be a big star on on Get Up today. Um, Adam Schefter came on the show, and we just we we talked with you know all the innocent questions about the quarterback carousel and what's going on here, what's going on there, and. And Shefty hit us with something that I feel, feel like we need to bring back. And we need to – I need you to hear it, and I need everybody else to make sure you hear it for the second time. And if you're just joining us, you'll need to hear this now. Because it has to do with Aaron Rodgers. And as you know, he's kind of been, like, noncommittal, and yet so have the Packers been noncommittal. And all along we're like, nah, but they, they need each other. Aaron Rodgers, he's Green Bay. You can't imagine him going anywhere else. And when I asked Adam Schefter about, like, you know, you know can you see what are the what – the, What's the likelihood that Aaron Rodgers finishes his career in Green Bay? And he said, more, more unlikely than not. Then he gave all the examples of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the game and how they have also always moved on eventually in time. And so when he was asked, and the follow-up uh, that Bart asked him was how Aaron Rodgers feels about his future, how he feels specifically about his future in Green Bay. And Shefty gave us this answer. I think if... We were giving truth serum to Aaron Rodgers. I think he'd be open to moving on. And I think the organization, the coaching staff would like to keep him, but clearly the front office went a different direction last year. And so there are a lot of different issues here, including the development of Jordan Love and where he's at right now and how the coaching staff and the organization feel about him. There's just a lot going on there right now to make me think that Aaron Rodgers is going to finish up there. I don't think it's just a football decision solely. I think it goes beyond that. Pretty strong. Very strong. He wants to – so he's making it clear. Like, I, he thinks that he would rather be somewhere else. 888-CESPN, 888-729-3776. If there is a perfect landing spot, like we saw Tom Brady uh, in Tampa, if there's a perfect landing spot for Aaron Rodgers, where would it be? Say, would it be San Francisco, 49ers? I mean, the, Back the home? two spots that came to my mind before they got Matthew Stafford, I thought it was the Rams. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a perfect LA scenario for him. For him. Yeah. L.A. for him. Obviously, he's the host of Jeopardy now to a degree for this short stint. I'm, I'm sure he'll give us uh, some more insight to how he feels with the current situation throughout the course of the game and how he hosts that. But I thought the Rams were number one. Then I, I would see San Francisco definitely being number two. I mean, now, interesting how John Lynch and everybody has moved, trading up in this draft, what will happen with the third pick in the draft, yeah. with the future, if they're able to get Zach Wilson or maybe, you know, fine if that's, you know, Lance, whoever their, their quarterback's going to be. Uh, but, look, I, I'm for Aaron Rodgers to be happy. I want Aaron Rodgers to – I want him to get what he wants. But I will say this. I go back to that last game they played, and it's just it's, it's something that's sitting with me, Alan. You know, we, the whole season, all, we kept, all I kept saying is, 
I wish they would give him weapons that he actually deserves. Like give him a first round draft pick or something like that, right? Yeah. He he's made a lot of good players great. Now Jamal Adams is great, right? He's already great. But if he just runs that thing in on third down in that game, the last game they played, granted there's miscommunication. That's a play. That, that's a play. That's, that's a certain. play for and, as a and, fan. But how it's was he good. after that game? How was he after that game? Well, that's when things turn into a beautiful that, mystery. Right, exactly. And after that game, he sort of was like, it's not my call. It's not your call. You're the quarterback. You're the MVP. And we remember also Tom Brady like has blown up plays when he didn't like it, that he has looked at the sideline saying, no, 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 we're not running that, right? Sending out personnel or, or keeping personnel on the field. You've reached that point in your career where you're under control. I, I don't understand how Aaron Rodgers had that reaction to that play call. All right, this is the play you want. Like, that's as detached as you can be then. You don't have ownership in that team if you're just accepting a play call that you in your mind is like, this ain't going to work. Oh, by the way, I mean, Kenny Mayne said it, and I meant to say Devontae Adams. I, I knew you I, uh, Combined some people, a lot of names up here. Right. Um, Evan got in my ear and was like, it's Devontae. I like, got it, Evan. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, there is something to be said about that. And, like, I always want to side with the player. Uh, but there is some accountability in the reaction that we had from him, and there's a part of me as a leader, and I, you know, I would love to bring on a quarterback to answer this question. You know, maybe Dan Orlovsky, some other quarterbacks that we talked to. I hear you're listening to your coach, but at the same time, like that's your team. And when Kenny Mayne asked yeah. the question, well, I guess it's kind of like your team, right? That kind of sums it up for me about how I feel with Aaron Rodgers. Sometimes, I'm like, uh, is it is it your team all the time? Because the way you handle that moment, for some reason, that's the lasting impression I have of A.A. Ron in my mind. And, yes, that is a guy who is the MVP of the league, who had an incredible season, but also it's a guy where I'm like, just take control of the ship and tell your, tell your head coach, hey, listen, Coach LaFleur, that's cool. Like, this is my team. I got it. I'm going to tell you what yeah. we're going to do yeah, that here. Play, that play is not going to work. You're at that stage of your career where you tell the coach what he needs to do. Yeah, yeah, and but it didn't happen. that's just – it it's have, a weird situation deflected, to be in. Instead, he deflected, and that's something a I, passive aggressive deflection too. That, we talked about that ad nauseum. Like, like how in that moment, if you're trying to win and you know that's not that's not the play, and I also it was also interesting. Like you said, all you had to do was run that in, or at least try to run punch that in. it in. On other people, down. other punch people are in. thinking, oh, well, he would never would have made it there. I'd rather try than force a Look pass. Look at we've got the tape. There it is right there. Yeah, we got there, the tape. There's, there's a play a, we're seeing it right now. Look, right. I, I never played football in my life, but when I see a gap as a guard in my life, I'm attacking a gap. And he just showed us earlier in that game that he can still scoot. There is a pretty large gap there with a, a pump fake, yeah. catch people off balance, and just put your shoulder. I mean, that, that could have been an iconic Aaron Rodgers moment. Now, I, I get that there's different things that go through. I've never been a quarterback, but I have been a player that's put in positions to a position right. to make instantaneous decisions. And at that decision, he kind of deflected there. Mm-hmm. Like, well, let, <sighs> let's get some reaction here. Again, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So if, if as if Shefty says, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't, would like to play somewhere else. Where would that best fit be for him? As we saw Tom Brady get his best fit, maybe Matthew Stafford found his best fit. We'll find out. Where would be the best fit for an Aaron Rodgers at this point in his career? I love this one from Corey in New York. Corey? Why not New York? Why not New York Jets? I'll give out my whole house for Aaron Rodgers, right? <laughs> what, what happens if Daniel Jones doesn't work in the Giants? What about next year to the Giants? I, mean, well, look, I think the Giants have more, more weapons for him than the Jets do right now. Thank you, Corey. But, I mean, we saw Brett Favre come to the Jets. 
from yeah. Green Bay. We saw that move. Mike Tannenbaum pulled that one off. I mean, look, look at the last statements from John Mara. I mean, expectations are for mm-hmm. Daniel Jones. It is set. Hey, championship or nothing. Like, this is what we expect from you. You're three. You want to be the guy. We want you to be the guy. We support you. Ball is in your hands. Show us what you can do this year. Because if you can't, guys like Russell Wilson or guys like Aaron Rodgers, if they're available, we will be making those type of moves. Isn't that part of the argument for sticking with, like, Sam Darnold for the Jets? Like, stick with Darnold, see what happens this year, and the next offseason you could have guys like Rodgers. Russell Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan available. Mm. Like, that's, to me, part of the argument of keeping Darnold is if it doesn't work out, you have a lot of veteran quarterbacks on a – better roster available yeah Evan I, I agree with you on that point and that's why I feel like it's just this I don't know if this is the time what, what what you worry about as a Jets fan of course that Zach Wilson becomes you know a, the next superstar quarterback but is there that much evidence to tell you that that's the question can so, we trust in the conversation between two Jet fans on our show like are we because I feel like both you guys have been in the glass case of emotions but, for the but last yeah, couple of years yeah, after his rookie a, year who's not going to want to play with Kyle Pitts like who like you're going to be able to get whatever quarterback you want because after this guy this is becomes how we the think. best right I know the right. best tight end ever in one season right, right. he's good he's going to be uh, Kyle Brady right it'll be just like that all over again let's take Ruben in, in Tampa best fit for Aaron Rodgers Ruben What's going on, fellas? What's, What's up, up Ruben? Um, I think I think I mean he's he's gonna be on Jeopardy tonight. You're gonna maybe acting in his future. Why not go to the Giants? Be in New York City. Um, you know, in a division that that's weak. There's no quarterback. I mean, the Eagles have nothing. Uh, the Washington don't have anything. We don't know how Dak's gonna perform. So why not go to another division where he Send can do to another the original table franchise? And he has good weapons. Yeah, I mean, look, I appreciate you. Thank you. I feel you like, like Dak's gonna have an incredible year. I I hope he does. Like I cheer for Dak, even though I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm a Giants fan. I still cheer for a guy like Dak to win at a high level. But if you're Aaron Rodgers, if you don't like that, I mean, the Jets could be. A perfect scenario. I mean, the Jets or the Giants. Yeah, Giants, again, because of the weapons that they have and, you know, again, the cachet of playing for the Giants. That, that would be an interesting one, but, you know, it all depends. It's certainly he doesn't control it, at least yeah. not now. And I the just Packers the Jets aren't ready to, to see if you would him. give me a look that was like, yeah, like just adding more kinda fuel done to that. the fire. Kind of done that. I do it every day. Kinda, it feels good it. for you and yeah, Evan. Yeah, it it gets you guys it, going. Yeah. Is this, you guys, is this what it is? You guys get in a really bad place I feel like this is bullying. I just feel like this is a little more bullying from you. No, this is nudging. Is it? It's not pushing. It's nudging. Is it? Okay. Yes. We'll continue to talk about the Bears then, won't we? <laughs> That's cool. Great Chicago right. teams that you have going on right there. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app and use code KJZ to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit is required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com 
slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, you heard the name there, Sinead Ogumake, who Hooper. is a proud Stanford alum. Oh, I saw her this last day, night. All over right her now. social. Deservingly so. <laughs> Deservingly at the game, so. At the game last night, representing, of course, ESPN basketball analyst as well, also co-host of Shanae Golick Jr. on ESPN Radio. And let's, I, I want, there's a million places we can go with you, Shanae, but, but let's just go with the, the feelings, the emotions, the finish of that game last night, the championship, all those years later for Tara Vanderveer. What does it all mean? It just means, honestly, hey guys, good morning, that pretty much Stanford is better than Duke in all things. <laughs> I knew the job was coming. <laughs> and you know what? And, and Sinead, your horse, your, 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 your voice is raspy, which means you were out celebrating last night. You could I was it. crying my tears away because we didn't even make the tournament, and you were out celebrating championships. You- well done. You know, you know what it is. I'm I'm drinking as much tea as possible so I can be ready for our radio show for three hours. I, I think I'm going to take the L on this one. But what does it mean, man? It just means it's crazy because I just celebrated uh, my birthday and I just turned 29. It's been 29 years since Stanford had won a national championship, and there's so many players. Think about it. That's 29 seasons of top players because we know Stanford means dominance, you know, not just on the court, but also off the court. And so 29 seasons of players with professional aspirations, Olympic aspirations, great teams that never got it done. And finally, the drought is over. And for Coach Tara Vanderveer, who is the all-time winningest coach in the women's game, for her to just be an example of perseverance, I, I remember on Friday before I headed out, they announced that she, that was the night of the semifinal, that she had won the Naismith Coach of the Year Award. And she has won that award in three different decades. Mm. And I think that just sort of highlights yeah. how she has not been new to this, but she stayed true to this and adapted her mentality. She was one of the first with analytics. And now you can sort of see that transition to her team. Multiple players that can knock down threes. You can win with that amazing offense, stellar offense, where they set the NCAA record for most threes as a team, you know, in the tournament. Or, as we saw last night, with gritty defense, you know, slowing down probably the hottest player um, in the field in Aaron McDonald. So it was just really special as an alum to be able to witness that, to be able to just know that this is something I think a lot of Stanford players and even, you know, professors, you can just say everyone felt like this team deserved something that signified that it's excellence the past 29 years and they finally got it. Sinead, you know, it, it's incredible – knowing a lot of these individuals and their stories. And you talk about McDonald and her ability to score for Arizona, having Anna Wilson on her. I remember the days where people were like, oh, that's just Russell Wilson's little sister. You know, like, and how, like, that's expanded to her being one of the leaders of this team defensively and kind of controlling the PG spot. And also, Haley Jones, is she, can you, who does she remind you of? Because she is special. Yeah, H- Haley Jones, I'm trying to think of what a comp would be. 
but she is, you know, for the, I'm even thinking like recently, a Nafisa Collier of UConn, but now Minnesota, the Lynx, just one of those do-it-all players may not have like the flashiest, craziest, like, you know, show-stopping game in the sense that like, you know, people hit threes and then they swagger, like she just goes out there and gets the job done and can do anything and everything. Bring the ball up, make a post move, make a pass. Like it's one of the most quintessential Stanford type of players. So you brought up Anna Wilson. And so this is, I have been able to see Stanford and this is a way to describe how difficult their journey has been and how rewarding this championship has been. I saw Stanford after Coach Tara became the all-time leader in wins, uh, breaking Pat Summit, the, the late great Pat Summit's record. And I was able to, I think I was probably one of the only few, if not only people that visited the team during the season when they came because they spent 87 days on the road mm-hmm. to start their season. They played their first game at Maple, and then after that, 87 games on the road in different states because of the COVID protocol guidelines in the Santa Clara County and, and beyond. And so this was a team that, and when I left, you know, seeing them, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how they're doing it. And they sort of found themselves. And, and now to see the different people that stepped up, Anna Wilson, y'all, it was so funny. Uh, I was just talking to my sis NECA during the game. I get why Russell Wilson's a great quarterback. Like we've all seen his stuff on the floor. This man in the stands, his voice just transcends and like yelling and just he was he was saying all the small technical details of like make sure they're gonna trap, watch out, they're gonna trap key, be careful, make sure we make the extra pass. You know, his sister Anna got lead, he's like, walk it off, move it. It was so cute because I was like, Oh, I get why you great. <laughs> but I love that the moment, and, you know, also seeing, you know, sibling family, also seeing, uh, you know, siblings out there loving, loving on each other. But more importantly, what she has done, stepping into her own legacy and her own shoes as someone has dealt with concussions and dealt with injuries and kept persevering and fighting back and then becoming the best defensive player, one of, one of the best defensive players in our conference, co-defensive player of the year, and then literally being the reason we won a championship by guard, guarding Aaron McDonald. And, you know, it just was really special because, you know, it, you can tell it's in her blood, but also she has created her own legacy at Stanford, helping bring in a championship. So it was really fun because I got to see two sides of greatness, his sister, and then I was like, oh, I get, I get why he's cool, cool as well. I love the energy there. You mentioned your sister, Neka. She's in Space Jam? Uh, you know, I know y'all saw something on the internet, right? Uh, it's really cool. I think it's exciting. I don't know if I can technically confirm. I still have to like play the name game until like <laughs> something comes out on paper. But like, let's just say we will be represented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So now I got to ask you this because you know what happens in radio talk, and the guys started doing it today. I did not partake, but people started saying. People called in and said, "Well, this is LeBron James' another attempt for him to try to cancel culture, Michael Jordan, and do it better." Like, do, will they pay homage to MJ or Bill Murray in Space Jam? The, the was it the new legacy? Is that what's called? I believe that's what it's the called. The new legacy, yes. yes. You know how people try to do this today? A new legacy. A new legacy. Look, I think people will just have to tune in and make their own judgments, but all I will say is this. It is very, very different, largely because we're in 2021. You know, in 2021, it is up to speed. Y'all saw all the animations and the trailer. It just will, I think it will blow your mind based on that aspect. The storytelling is very, very modern, very LeBron storytelling. Like, family man, his life, 
also the techno technological era. It's gonna be it's gonna be one for the ages. And I'll let the you know me, I, when it comes to Jordan and LeBron, I never give a straight answer. So I'll say that on your show, not on mine. <laughs> I'm gonna send you my address, can you send me the footage, please? Because I know you've seen it. I know you have I access. I'll send you the link. I'll send Perfect. you the link. Yes. I got you. <laughs> now, we did see the trailer, and we gave 10-second reviews of the trailer. We had callers doing it as well, and, and Jay got very uncomfortable because a lot of it was sort of slanted towards MJ, and everybody believes that he, he's got to be in the movie. But, but anyway, there was, a, there was another, Sinead, there was another debate we had recently, and since we have you on and you're a proud Stanford grad, we do have to ask you, what's with the tree? I mean, what, what is that? What we kind don't of, understand what, what kind of mascot, mascot is this? It's what a is tree that? with teeth and eyes. It, it, it looks like Tomator, but a tree. What, is, what are we doing here? That's the whole point. It's the other tree. It gets you questioning. It gets you distracted. <laughs> so that That's the strategy? Playing, and it's dancing around. It's about, like, hula hoops. Like, people are like, what is that there? I go by you lay up. Easy lay up. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's I couldn't make the free throw. Look at this tree. There was tree staring at me. The best distractor, for sure. <laughs> it's great because, you know, we call ourselves at Stanford the farm because the university was created by Leland Stanford on a farm. And so the farm has trees, and it's just one of those things we're known on the West Coast. You know, there's, you know, for the redwoods and all that type of stuff. So there's significance there. I just, you know, a lot of people get confused because we have the tree mascot, but we're called the cardinal. But we're not the bird. It's very singular. Stanford Cardinal. It's the color, the color red. You know, advanced stuff out here. From yeah, the that's what it is. It's Stanford. It's yeah. like above our heads. It's not called Stanford Trees. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, Stanford no, but, Cardinals. But you, yeah. you see what <laughs> just did the there. Trees. Yeah, I got it. What Sinead just did there, which she sort of like did this passive-aggressive like. Oh, I got it's it. An inte- you know, it's hard to get into Stanford. So understand it. It's not for everyone. Yeah, I just chose yeah. to ignore it and not acknowledge it. Oh, that's I see. I, I, I can't help but get, uh, get annoyed by that because I feel like <laughs> she sort of said like. I went to school at Duke, so I'm kind of guys won't quite get that. But even that, she's kind of <laughs> suggesting that even Duke isn't at that level. Well, I, I, mm-hmm. Duke I love Sinead. I, Sinead's my people, so you know what? She can have that. Okay. Family. We are family. That is certainly fair. There's no doubt about it. Well, you know what? Before we let you go, I, I, you'll certainly have an eye on Baylor-Gonzaga tonight. So what? give me a prediction. Uh, I mean, shoot, honestly, I had a feeling for Stanford the entire year, sort of the same way I had a feeling for Gonzaga the entire year. It will be truly special. Talking about, you know, the women's game, 29 years drought for my head coach to win a title. I think for Gonzaga, I love the history of, you know, the last unbeaten was 1976, Bob Knight, Indiana team. We've heard that a lot. There's a lot of pressure of being undefeated and just bringing home a championship. You know, I'm a Pac-12 girl, and Gonzaga's pretty much Pac-12 North, right? Everyone sleeps on the Pac-12. And so, in the West Coast, you, and for them to really step into the light, Sinead, big fan of Drew Timmy, big fan of Jalen Suggs. That's interesting. Wait, 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 wait. That's very interesting. Pac-12 what you just North. did there. You can't do that. It pretty wow. much is. You like, can't know. It's the West Coast Conference. You East Coast people all sleep on us. No, no, no. See, see. Now it's all you East Coast people. So now it's all. If you're on the West Coast, you're part of the Pac-12 North. No matter who you are, West Coast Conference doesn't matter. Who else? Who else can we can we just add into this? That is, that, but, like, look, that we had a huge moment. You know, the women's tournament had been holding it down, but then Jalen Suggs and his shot. Man, that was a huge moment. I think this one's going to come down to the final possession. Mm. Baylor, you know, I'm a Texas girl. We're literally driving through Texas right now so I can get home to Houston to do our show and stuff like that. But, like, I, I, I love Baylor. I love how, you know, tough they play. The women's team, you know, showed out as well. It was a foul. But I say all of this to say that I think it's Gonzaga's time as a team they're, they weathered the hardest game. The wet, they weathered the storm. I think they're prepared for the moment. I've got 
I got the Bulldogs. I got Gonzaga in there. Mm. All right. Well, drive safe. And thanks for joining us, and congratulations on your championship. Enjoy it. I look forward to getting that link. Thank Sinead. you so much. I'll be, wa- yes, I'll be waiting sorry. on my inbox. Sorry for the voice. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> I think we got it loosened up for you. All right, Shanae Ogumake, thank you so much. Again, co-host with Shanae and Golick Jr. on ESPN Radio and an ESPN basketball analyst, and also very proud now, Stanford Cardinal. Right, singular. Singular. Just remember that. And then some weird tree, which we never got a real explanation for that either. Deflecting. The one coach who has played both Baylor and Gonzaga this year. We'll discuss this coming up next. But after that, after Jay has this, this is going to be very complicated, everybody. This from Cintas. Today, people expect a new level of clean. Cintas provides a wide range of essential products and services that help businesses keep their facilities and employees clean and safe. Cintas will keep you well-stocked with essential supplies like face masks, hand sanitizer, gloves, thermometers. Cintas will hygienically clean and deliver your uniforms. Cintas also helps you protect employees and customers with first aid, safety supplies, and fire protection services. Cintas helps you open your doors with confidence every day. Learn how Cintas can help you keep your business clean and safe at Cintas.com. Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. Now, Alan has this from DraftKings. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Golfers are in Augusta, not, not golfers, golfers. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is giving you a free shot at $1 million top prize. Just pick six golfers, stay under the salary cap, and submit your lineup before the tournament tees off early Thursday morning. Download the DraftKings app now and use code KJZ during sign-up this week. DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at the $1 million top prize. That's code KJZ only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hey, it's Greeny, and Monday we're getting you set for the national championship game after the thriller, the buzzer beater for Gonzaga, sends them into a matchup with Baylor. See you then. Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
I'm Alan Hahn. This is SportsCenter Right Now. The Lakers lost to the Clippers yesterday by 18. Now they have fallen behind Denver in the Western Conference to fifth place. The Lakers dropped at 3-6 and six this season without LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the lineup. They continue what is a seven-game road trip Tuesday. This will be against the Raptors. On to baseball. So the Nationals game now Monday against the Braves has been postponed. That's their fourth straight game postponed due to a coronavirus outbreak. Washington is set to open its season Tuesday against Atlanta after no new positives in their last round of testing. Now, after a wild NCAA tournament tonight, we close it with Gonzaga and Baylor, who square off for the national championship. It's the first time the preseason top two teams have played for the title in the last 20 years. It's also the fifth time in history that the preseason one to two teams are playing in the championship game. And oh, by the way, the preseason number two, they're 4 0. Gonzaga's trying to complete the first undefeated season in a men's Division I team since Indiana. In 1975-76. Sports Center brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. It's time for some straight talk. Cutting your wireless bill in half, it feels good. Home run in the ninth, good. Straight Talk offers 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. We're tied at 90. Here comes Suggs. Long three for the win. Oh! Keyshawn, J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn, it with J. Will. Coach Bob Huggins now joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Coach Huggy Bear, West my Virginia guy. basketball head coach. And a perfect guy to bring here to talk about this game tonight because he played against both these teams this season and played them very close. But, Coach, first of all, good morning. How you doing? Thanks for joining us. What's up, Coach? I'm doing well, thank you. All right. And, and before we get to the game tonight, I'm curious to what you thought of the ending in Saturday night's game between Gonzaga and UCLA, just as you were watching it, just what thoughts came through your mind as a coach and a fan, I'm sure. I've seen enough of those happen against us, so <laughs> I, was, uh, I wasn't I was shocked. Coach, if, if you're bail- – first off, how are you doing, big man? You doing good? I haven't, I haven't seen I'm you for a while. I'm doing well, Jay. Miss you, man. Doing well. Miss you. Um, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I'm about to have a second kid this week, so it's about to get really real for me. Pray for me. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I want to ask you, what did you see from the UCLA game against Baylor that you think Scott Drew and company will take a page out of that book and apply it to the national championship game? Well, as you know, as well as I do, I think when you continue to run offense, somebody's going to break down. Uh, the, the longer that you run offense, I think that UCLA did a great job of just uh, – trying to find the weak spots and, and trying to f- move it to get people out of position of where they could attack. And Baylor does a great job of that. They do an absolutely great job of it. And it's hard to help it, because they shoot it so well. You guys, that game came down pretty much to the wire in Morgantown. What's the difference between that team then and this team now, Coach? Oh, I think they're pretty much the same. I think they've been the same all year. Mm. Uh we got them, I think, three games after the, the, the COVID deal that they had. 
and they were they were playing really well. They, they just shoot the ball so well, Jay. They don't put anybody on the floor that can't make shots except the two bigs, and the two bigs do what they're supposed to do. They defend like crazy, and they rebound like crazy. Talking with Bob Huggins right here on KJZ, and I, I, I felt like despite the loss for UCLA, that's a standing ovation for that program for Mick Cronin. I know you you gave him his first job in Cincinnati back in the in the mid '90s, so yeah, I, you've got to feel pretty proud for the job that he's done for how far he's come. Uh, and, and again, that game and what it what it certainly meant for that program, but for him, what, what do you what do you take out of that? What you saw the job that he's done with UCLA, the run that they went on from a first first four to a final four, and taking the number one team really all the way down to the final seconds. Well, I think he's done what every coach aspires to do. You you get a team in the beginning, and and they obviously weren't very good in the beginning, and. You continue to work with them. You continue to mold them. You continue to accentuate the positive and try to stay away from the negative. And I, I think Nick did, Nick did a marvelous job of of accentuating the positive. Their 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 ISOs were were terrific. They scored so many times on on ISOs, and it wasn't just one guy. Uh, it was it was multiple people that he was able to. ISO and various points of the game. I think he did a terrific job. Coach, I think it's crazy when I see some of your defensive principles, obviously, that Mick had uh, at Cincinnati in a UCLA uniform. I'm not used to seeing UCLA dig in the dirt and actually defend uh, when it comes to it. It's uh, it's incredible to see. We had Tom Izzo on the other day, and we got into this deep conversation about the transfer portal pool. I mean, close to 1,000 kids now, over 1,000. How, how do we address this issue in college basketball, Coach? And, and how, do we, how do we get it to a place where coaches and players, actually there is time to develop relationships where trust could factor into that and actually see growth instead of just allowing kids an opportunity to say, hey, this is not working, I'm gone, I'm out? Well, I think the first thing is give us a little bit of say in the process. Uh, those, those rules aren't made by coaches. The portal wasn't created by coaches. It was created by non-coaches and and passed through the system. And there's not a coach in America, I don't think, that that is excited about the portal. And, you know, as, as long as we continue to have people that don't understand our game, don't understand what players and coaches and, and, and really administrators go through when, when these kind of things happen, it's going to continue to go in this direction, and and it's it's free agency. It's free agency at its finest. Bob, is there like an unsaid rule between coaches? Like, how do you navigate this uncharted territory? Because essentially, a coach could recruit somebody off your team. How do you how do you get your team to focus on what's in front of them when people are trying to undermine you? I, I don't have any idea. I mean, this is this is all new to. I, I think the guys, the, the older guys, which unfortunately I'm one of now. Uh, the older guys, when somebody tried to post one of your guys, I mean, it was it, it was terrible. The whole coaching fraternity uh, kind of blackballed the guy, so that those things didn't happen. And now we've made it we've made it a rule. We've made we've made it possible for for players to. I mean, and immediate eligibility uh what's wrong with a guy sitting out what's wrong with a guy sitting out taking care of his academics continuing to work on his game 
I don't say, I did that. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And now to say, hey, you can transfer wherever you want, play, play as soon as you get there, it's 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 crazy. But again, this this was, uh, and, and I said in a board of governors meeting, and there wasn't one guy on a board of governors that said, hey, this is good for basketball. Everyone said this is not good for our game, but it didn't make any difference. Every coach we've talked to so far. Every coach we've talked to so far it seems to have that same sentiment. So it is amazing that it, it does continue. And maybe as what we're seeing this offseason, things will certainly change. We appreciate your thoughts on that, Coach, and also uh, on the game tonight. Great to catch up with you. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your Coach. Great talking to you guys. You right. too, my and man. Bob Huggins, West he, Virginia. And, it, Jay, like you said, everybody we've talked to, Tom Izzo as well, uh, I believe Mick Cronin had some thoughts on it. it. It's it's amazing that it has changed. Where coaches now, you're recruiting not just new players, but almost your own players to keep them. I mean, Mick Cronin lost one of his top players next year to the G League yeah. after he committed. Right. right? And, 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 look, I've known Bob Huggins for a long time. He's one of the legendary coaches in the game. And what you're hearing is – a, a pretty general consensus where coaches are saying, like, they're struggling with this. Yeah. Like, it's a legit don't problem for college it. basketball. Yeah. Legit problem. It's like they don't know what to do about it, and no one's asked them. And exactly. That's they feel completely out of control. All right, coming up, we finish the show with Call the Roulette. You know the rules. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You say your name, where you're from, get right to the point, and we will get as many calls in as we can. So that's coming up next after Jay has this from Goodyear. Goodyear knows when the season starts heating up, so do the possibilities. Playoff hopefuls are beginning to emerge, and contenders are solidifying their position. So from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot like Jalen Suggs. It takes momentum to build up to the moment, but it takes everything to capture it. Goodyear, more driven. China in Oklahoma, we got to run, but what you got? Jay, he's one of my favorite point guards watching college. Key, Thanks, great, man. consistent career. Saw it with my Cowboys, luckily. It was safeties, not seagulls, when you went over the middle or you wouldn't have got 800 catches. Zubin, great personality, great job of leading the show. More from Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin next. We had somebody else do it the other day. Don't be lying five. Last week. I'm telling you. We, we set it up. You asked me the question now, like you do all the time before we do these calls. Hey, Jay, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, Chris Canty, if you're in a, how you doing? You good? good? Great. Everybody's we don't need good. the questions. We don't need like, oh, is it me? No. Be ready to bring the heat. Come on, line five. If Come we, on. It, again, we can't keep this going now. Eventually, be line better five, has gotta, you've got to figure it out. So figure it out. I'm, tell, I'm not in the mood today. It's Monday. I'm not in the mood for line five today. Let's go with caller roulette, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You say your name, where you're from, you make your hot take, or you ask your question, and we keep it moving. Roll it. Spin it. Come on, LeBron James, be better. Here we go. Line three. Okay. Hello? Yes. I have a question. My name is Chris. I'm calling from New York City. 
if, if Sam Darnold goes to a new team, will he be the starter week one? Thanks for the call. Well, he almost, almost got. He almost, he almost, almost got. Yeah, I almost. I'm shocked. It's Monday. Our producers are a little bit, you know, quicker on that. Yeah. But uh, they gave him. I, Is he going to be the starter week one? I want him to be the starter week one, Allen. But I can't answer the question. I can't. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what Joe Douglas is thinking. But what do you want him to think? I want Sam Darnold to be yes. the week one starter. Yeah. If it were up to me, Sam Darnold is QB one week one, and that two pick turned into something special, meaning a whole bunch of other picks that gave him some of the depth and talent that he needs. Let's go. Spin it. Look, line five is inevitable. No, no. It's inevitable. It can't be. It's not that this quick. Come on. All right. Line five. Please don't dis- disappoint me. Hey, my name's Dave. I'm calling from Green Bay, Wisconsin. You already won. You already won. You're already, won. You're you already guys, a winner. Uh, I got to be honest, Dave. I have no idea what your question you is. It doesn't matter. You're a winner. Go ahead. <laughs> go. <laughs> awesome. Just uh, seeing if you guys see Aaron Rodgers getting traded in this year's draft for the Packers to trade up and take Jamar Chase or some type of wide receiver. Wow. And, and, and uh, play who? Uh, yeah. And play who? No well, way. Jordan Love? No, I don't no. think they make any move like that now. This is this is definitely not a this is not a right now move. This probably won't be an in-season move. This could be a next next year move. move. Big names: Russell Wilson, yeah. Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers. Look for those names to be associated with a lot of teams as we get towards the end of next year. Yeah, all right. Spin it. Line four. Yeah, this is Alex from Michigan. Uh, uh, regarding Nagy and Ryan Pace, I think this is going to be a 2020 Detroit Lions style. They're like, yeah, like Dan Quinn and Matt Patricia. They're not going to make it out of the season. Both will be fired before the end of the year. Wow. Strong take. I would agree. It's trending in that direction. Well, I mean, it, you're, you're taking up- over the play calling kind of suggests, like, if I'm going down, I'm going down. And it's not saying that all your eggs are in the Shoot. basket of Andy Dalton. Mm. Let's just think about that for a second. Just think that the sit-in. Chicago fans, how do you – I'm going on your radio show after this with Cap. Tell me how you feel about that. Andy Dalton will determine your success. Mm. Yeah, feel let good. her breathe. Yeah. Let her spin. Line one. Line one. Oh, okay. Roll it again. All right, that's Roll it. it. Spin it. Just go ahead. It wasn't line five this time. Unbelievable. He was driving. He was distracted. Whatever. I wanna, yeah, give him the benefit of the doubt. Line two. Andre, what's the Salem, North Carolina? Okay, Andre. Jay, what is your thought on this blasphemy of comparing Mark Pugh to Coach K, Gonzaga to the legend of, of Duke? And last thing, Jay, me and Smitty are trying to get Mark Williams to Houston to work out with Akeem Olajuwon. Talk to me. Brotherhood Ooh, all day. Would love to see Mark, Mark. Mark Williams needs to stay in school. Hope he can stay another year. That's me being selfish, of course, because I want to see him in a Duke uniform. Would love to see him work out with Akeem the Dream. I think that would be huge for his game, number one. Number two, I, I can't put Mark Few and Coach K in the same sentence. I can't do it. I will not do it. Coach K has won five national championships. You know whose name I'm putting in that sentence with Coach K? John Wooden. Mm. That's a battle for who's the best coach ever to do it in the game. Wow. Mark Few has a long way to go, but he can start by winning one tonight. He can start. Can he? That's the question, of course. It's going to be a tough game. Spin it one more time. What are the chances? Are Line you, five. What do you think? High. Are? High probability. <laughs> Line five. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, it just it I, never fails. Stuff it, it just never fails. Quit my job. It just never fails. Just, Every 
time. And we were, it's we just, were, you just say your name. It's just, get your line. Get one line. I mean, Spin we, it. You can't end on that. We're not yeah, ending on that. Okay. End on a make. End on a make. Line six. Houston, Lewis, Houston, the hypocrisy of these coaches. They want to take another job and not sit out a year, yet let a kid get in the transfer protocol. They don't want him to get in, and then they want him to sit out a year. The hypocrisy of these coaches. Still. So here's how you fix it. If a coach leaves a school to go to another school for another job, everybody's granted eligibility right away. You can transfer Gordon anywhere you want play. If you decide – if it's not a hardship transfer, which means you're going back to a location around your family or some situation that happened in your life, Agreed. then you should have to sit out a year. I'm okay with you sitting out a year if you just realize, hey, I don't like this situation. It's not for me. I want to leave, go somewhere else. Okay, yeah. you made an adult decision. We're treating you like a young adult. Take a year off. Work on your game. Nothing wrong that, with that's that. That's how it used to be. You want to switch schools? All right, you got to sit out a year. That's just how it works. And now all of a sudden, it's like free. It's like like they said, it's like free agency now. And now you're being recruited. Now you're being pulled off other teams. Maybe a, a you know a mid major. Now all of a sudden, there's a major school that wants you. It, it's just it's gone completely professional. Let's spin it one more time. Line one, go. Hey, Terrence from Denver, Colorado. Who's the big splash free agent for for the Knicks next year? Big splash free agent. I got one for you. Well, not, not free agent, but I mean something yeah. to yeah, a lot of people are talking about this. Zion Williamson. What? What is going on in the Pelicans organization? I do not know. JJ Reddick obviously has a lot of things that he knows about. So if there's issues there between people, are you trusting in the Pelicans to beat a team where you want to be long term? I don't know, but I know RJ Barrett plays for the Knicks. I know that they have a great rapport. I don't know if Zion can get himself out of the Pelican situation. It'll be interesting to see, but Zion Williamson in the New York Knicks jersey, I'll just float it out there. Those two are close, and what you just said there just blew my mind, and I might have to bring it up during my show at noon Eastern. Barton Hahn, we'll see you then. Until then, we'll see you tomorrow, Jay. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.